0: These shoes, And before I go into that, for those of you who are new, we're in a series called Summer to Serve, Being God's Hands and Feet. And every week I want to remind everyone to be God's hands and feet by wearing a unique pair of shoes. And this week I chose these shoes. These are called, how many people know about Tom's shoes? Yeah, you're a lot more um, up on things than people in the first service. Um Tom's Shoes, if you buy a pair of Tom Shoes, I think they're like 40 bucks or 44 bucks. They give that you get to have a pair of shoes and they give a pair of shoes to someone in need around the world. So I bought this pair of shoes and someone around the world gets a pair of shoes as well for free. So I think the only place you really can get them is online. Right. I'm sure they're in stores, but most of the time you can get them online. But, uh, you know, if you're going to buy a pair of shoes, you might as well buy a pair of shoes there. I'm, I'm sorry. These are stinking comfortable. All right. They're like they're like slippers, um, but you buy a pair of shoes and then someone else gets a pair of shoes after you buy yours. So Tom's shoes, little plug for Tom. I mean, it's like a business tree he's running. We like people who run t- business tree type things. So uh, that's what these shoes are all about. So remember to be God's hands and be God's feet throughout this summer as we go through this series and onward. This morning, we're going to continue our series, Summer to Serve. And I, I want to look at what it means to have a heart of service. What does it mean to have a heart of service to to how do we how do we cultivate a Christ like passion? We've been talking about, you know, being radical and orthodox and bold. And, you know, how do we how do we cultivate that kind of attitude, that kind of passion? As I thought about it, I came to the conclusion that life is all about simple moments. Life is all about simple moments, moments that can often go by without much without much notice or fanfare. But moments that define a life. Our simple moments define who we are. You know, it, it, it may be an intimate conversation with someone that you love. It may be the first time that you stood up for yourself in a situation or a first date. It could be a letter that you wrote to someone or a letter that someone wrote to you. Maybe it was uh, the smile uh, on the face of your baby. The first time you saw your baby smile. It it could be going window shopping or going out to the ballpark. Those simple moments, maybe maybe for you is a a walk with someone that was really special to you. Just a simple walk down a, a beautiful path that you remember that's etched into your mind. Those simple moments in life that matter so much to each one of us. You know, many of our greatest moments, many of our greatest moments in life go unseen by everyone else. They matter to us. They, they, they help create in us the person that God that God designed us to be. But they go unseen by really everyone else. Sometimes they're just internal thoughts or decisions that help guide us through life or help shape us. Those internal decisions that really matter. Maybe the decision not to cheat on that test. Maybe it was the decision to not get into that relationship. You knew it wasn't the right relationship for you and you decided not to, not to continue that relationship. Or maybe you decided not to allow that, that event in your life to dictate the direction of your life or choosing your family over your career. They they are lost in the days that pass those simple moments, but they're etched in the foundation of our lives. Those simple moments are woven into the fabric of our identity. They add up to make us who we are. You know, people will often wonder what makes a man or a woman great? What makes a person great? You know, the answer lies in those simple moments forgotten by history. But remembered by God, there are so many things that you and I do every day of our lives that are forgotten by history, never to be remembered. But they're remembered by God. God places them in his book. He remembers them and they make up who we are. You know, I find it interesting that in Matthew twenty five when Jesus was pointing out the good works of those who will enter the kingdom of God as he goes through and and he talks those things through and describes those things to us. And he talks about those who will be entering the kingdom of God. They respond with a question. When? When do we do those things? Lord, when do we do those things for you? In Matthew chapter 25, verses 34 through 40, I'm going to read this again. We read it before in the last couple of weeks. It says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed of my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. You know, we don't always recall our simple acts of kindness. We don't always recall those in our lives, but they become the evidence of a life well lived. Those simple acts of kindness, those simple gestures, those simple moments become the evidence of a life well lived. Those simple moments combine. They combine to create a fulfilling, dynamic, unorthodox, radical, bold, daring life. Those simple moments in our lives, the choices that we make to invest in other people's lives, help shape us into the people that God created us to be. I remember a nurse telling me a story of a time that she was working in the hospital when they were performing an abortion. And after the abortion, the little girl lived through the procedure, but the nurse by law was not able to lend her any aid. And so this little girl was gasping for breath because her lungs were not completely formed and she was she was working through her injuries and she was trying to overcome her injuries and her ability to breathe. And the nurse was just able to take that little girl and wrap her in a blanket, take her into a room by herself. And she sang to her as she passed away. Simple moments in life that affect who we are. That allow us to become who we are. Simple moments come together. They come together to create our identity. They come together to, to, to create our legacy. They define us. Our simple moments define who we are. They have so much impact on our lives, and sometimes they just go by, not unnoticed, but they go by. It, it, you know, it, it is those decisions that we make in our minds that really influence who we are. You know, our words, our words become our, our, our actions, our actions become our habits, our habits become our character, and our character becomes our destiny. We think first, and those thoughts become our words, and our words become our habits, and our habits become our character, and our character becomes our destiny. It is the simple things in life that create who we are and ultimately who we will become when we stand before God. It is those simple things in life, those simple moments that have the most influence. You know the world the world likes to define greatness. By what can be seen, they define a great life by what can be seen. They hold people up and say, "Well, look what this person did here, and, and look what they, look what they did here." And they hold up people by what can be seen, but my friends, it is what is unseen. It is what is done in private. It is what is done when no one is actually watching that reflects a person's true identity. That is what truly matters in life. We often think that we will be defined by that big business deal that we made, that we're going to be defined by by that shining moment. We're going to be defined by that big game. But that would be a mistake. It would be a mistake to think that your life is made up of that one grand gesture, that one that one shining moment. If, if, if we if we if not seen, if not seen in the light of, of consistent, simple moments, that event becomes a flash in the pan. That triumph becomes a one hit wonder. That big game becomes your 15 minutes of fame, and that's all it is if it is not seen in the light of consistent, simple moments. Those are the things that truly matter. Our culture encourages us to, 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 to strive for the, the quick rise to power, fame, and money. That's the way our culture works. The culture is constantly pushing you to look for the quick fix, to look for that quick fix, to rise to the top. To get to where you need to be right now, you know, if, if most people were offered a million dollars right now or one penny doubled every single day for 30 days, for, for 31 days, for one month, they would take the million dollars right now because we're, 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 we're programmed to take hold of what's offered us right away. We want to get it right now. But one penny doubled every single day for an entire month is ten million seven hundred thirty seven thousand four hundred twelve dollars and twenty four cents. But we think that way, we think the now, the now, the now, what's that big grand gesture? What can we do right now? Like the penny, our simple moments continue to add up in our lives until our lives are overflowing Those simple moments add up one on top of the other until we have the life that God created us to live until our lives and the joy that we have in our lives and the peace and the contentment and all the things that we've ever wanted. They become they they begin to overflow in our lives when we allow ourselves to see those simple moments for what they truly are. They make up who we are. They become who we are. Like I said, the world, the world values fame and power and money, but God values love and humility and service. That is what matters to God. In John in First John three, 16 through 18, it says, this is how we know that w- what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. And then in Ephesians 4, 2 and 3, it says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit to the bond of peace. Then in Romans chapter 12, verses 10 through 13, it says, Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord, serving God, love, humility, service. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Those are the things that matter to God. Those are the things that should matter to us. The simple things, those simple moments, those are what matter in life. You, you think you, you think I'm maybe a little off here. You know, moms, for example, moms will most likely only be remembered by their own family members. But but moms, the, the, their, their sacrificial choices and their selfless acts of love, their selfless acts of love have influenced all of human history. It's as simple as that. Those sacrificial moments that moms, as they invest in people's lives, invest in their children's lives and their families' lives, those selfless acts of love, they have defined all of human history. You can add up anybody else. You can pick you can take anyone you want. It is mothers, it is great, great moms who invest in the lives of their families. It is great dads who invest in their lives of their families that should be our heroes. Because those are the people who live every moment. They live those simple moments. The simple moments are what really matter. They take the opportunity to invest in the lives of others around them in those simple moments and they help create The next generation and all of human history is influenced by a mom, by a great mom or a great dad. Simple moments. Just simple things that we do in our lives make a difference, and the way God designed it, our simple moments have value in and of themselves, yes, add it up, they add up to an incredible life. But those simple moments, the way God designed them, they have value in and of themselves, just in the simple moment you spend. How often do you hear people talk about that simple moment that they spend with their, that they spent with their mom or their dad going to go, going out to to play catch or or, 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 or going on a camping trip or, or going out for breakfast? How many times have you had the opportunity to sit down with your child, maybe when they were younger, and just have breakfast with them? Those are the things that people like to talk about. Our children will remember and that the things they like to talk about. How many people have seen the movie Up? Raise your hand. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie Up, you should see it. It's a really good movie. It really is. Well, in the movie Up, there's a scene where this little boy, Russell, is talking about his father. And here's what he says. He says, we would sit on the curb. My dad would, sit, my, my dad would count the red cars and I would count the blue cars. I know it sounds boring, but I think it's the boring stuff I remember the most. I like that curb. I, I watched that scene in that movie and I thought to myself, the simple moments... My dad would count the red cars and I would count the blue cars. They sat there eating their ice cream. and Boy, I love that curb. Those simple moments in life. You know, I think the moments in life that my children are going to remember, one of the simple moments is uh, right now Josh is five years old. And I don't know about you, but if, if you've ever done this, if you haven't, it's, it's pretty fun. But the, the, this, you know, the sun goes down and out come the lightning bugs, fireflies, whatever you want to call them. And you get a jar and you look like a fool running around your backyard trying to catch those lightning bugs. They light up for a second. You run all the way across the yard by the get there. The time you get there, they're over here and you chase them over there and you're running. You're, your children are chasing behind you trying to catch the lightning bugs. And it's a, it's an adventure. You look like a silly doofus. But you know what? It is something your children remember for the rest of their lives. And so do you catching lightning bugs. Catching those lightning bugs. You know, when, 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 you're, when your time is over here on this earth, I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to whip out a big list of all your business deals and all of your great successes and pull all your trophies out and line them up behind your casket and they're going to talk about, well, he did this this day and here's his portfolio. They're not going to know what they're going to do. They're going to talk about how your dad looked like a doofus running around the backyard chasing fireflies. That's what they're going to talk about simple moments it is the simple moments that define who we are that help build the character of who we are that help shape the next generation you want to live a bold dynamic and orthodox life Live out those simple moments because they help you to reach that they help you to reach that that kind of life that the Lord has laid upon your heart the way you're supposed to live those simple moments will help you do that you know as parents as parents we don't we don't have like one big conversation that that, that basically explains to our children everything they need to know about becoming a, health, a healthy adult we don't sit down one time with our children and we download everything that they need to know in that one moment that will help them become healthy in their adult life. That's not the way it's done. How is it done? We string together, as parents, we string together simple moments that result in physical, emotional, and spiritual maturity. It's sitting down and having that conversation talking them through a mistake they made. It's sitting down again and when something's happening and pointing that out and explaining why that probably wasn't the best choice to make for that person. It's watching television explaining why you think that probably isn't the right way to do it. It's and over simple, simple moments over a long period of time that allow our children to become the people that God created them to be. It doesn't happen in a one time conversation our, in our relationships. Trust is not built built in a relationship by one grand gesture at one time. Trust is not built in a relationship by the fact that one time you do one thing that, 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 that develops all that trust. That's not the way it works. It, it, it's developed over time through small acts of compassion and service. That is the way you build trust. Simple moments of honesty is what builds trust. Simple moments of compassion is what builds trust. Simple moments of love, of being there when someone needs you. That, is what you. that is how you build trust in your relationships. It is not a one-time grand gesture event that you say, See, now you can trust me for the rest of your life. It is simple moments that come together to build trust. We care. We invest we love we sacrifice my friends and then one day in this life or the next we get to celebrate those simple moments we get to celebrate those simple moments in this clip from regarding henry a once very powerful lawyer is being taught how to read all over again by his 11-year-old daughter because he was shot and they celebrate that simple moment are you my? are you mine okay one more this is the toughy. M, mm, m, mm, mo, mo, th. Remember. M, mo, mm. mo, Mold Mold mo, er, m- er, mo, er, mo, moth, mother. Ma, Martha. mother, mother, mother. Mother. Huh. You did it. Are you my mother? <laughs> I can read, Sarah, Rosella. I can read. I can you read. read. I can read. Can read. Uh, Ajax, this is Ajax. Yes, <laughs> I can read. I can read. What happened? She told me how to read. This is Ajax. That's great. I can read. That's it, my friends, right there. Simple moments. And so we've been talking so much about living a bold, radical and orthodox life over the past few weeks. But it's the simple moments it is the simple choices that lead to significance and purpose and meaning in life. The choice to be patient, the choice to be faithful, the choice to just keep loving, the choice to reach out. The choice, the choice to change within the choice to let go, the choice to hold on, the choice to be sacrificial, the choice to take that first step, the choice to take that next step. The choice to say yes, the choice to say no, the choice to be patient, the choice to believe, the choice to trust. These are all choices, simple choices that we make. You know, we will change the world when we understand that it is not our individual greatness. It's not in our individual greatness that we find our purpose in life. But when we all together, when we all together embrace those simple moments that God has placed in our lives every single day, that is when we will understand what it means to live a significant life. To live a bold, radical, unorthodox life when we come together and understand that God brings those things into our lives and we need to embrace them. E.B. White wrote this. I arise in the morning torn between a desire to improve the world and a desire to enjoy the world. This makes it hard to plan the day. I would say I would say that as we improve the world through our simple acts of love. That is when we begin to truly find joy in the world and to really enjoy the world. When we improve the world, you and I improve the world through our simple acts of love. That is when we truly begin to find greater joy in the world. My friends combined our simple moments Combined, they, they come together to, to help us live the kind of uh, life that we desire to live. Combined, our simple moments become an unstoppable force. They, they, bec- they become a, a, a limitless, they become that limitless potential in each one of us. With, with each, be, each moment becoming significant in our lives, with each moment becoming important, with each moment having its own value and purpose. They become a world of joy and contentment in and of themselves. That simple moment becomes a whole world of joy and contentment in and of themselves. And if you're not living those simple moments, you are missing out on so much of your life. I'm going to tell you another little Josh story here. Now, this was funny to me. It doesn't have to be funny to you. I just want to share it with you. Probably Thursday or so. I was watching some things, Wipeout or something. Josh likes that show where everybody bounces off those things. And, and the, we try to fast forward through a lot of things. And Josh now, he, he wants to see the commercials. He likes to see, you know, because now you can DVR past them. He wants to see the commercials. So I was, in the, I was in the other room getting him something to eat and drink. And he was sitting down, and I could hear the commercial going on. It was for ShamWow. Have you ever seen that commercial for Sham ShamWow. <laughs> So I'm sitting in there, and Josh is listening to this commercial. And walk back, and he looks at me. I mean, straight face with this, his cheeks just staring at me. And he's saying, he said, "Oh, Dad, Sham Wow, 1995. Here we get two for the bathroom, and three for the kitchen, and one for our bedroom upstairs." And he, and he said, "One eight hundred, two three four five six seven eight nine, or something like that." And I just looked into his face, and I just said, "I love you." I mean, it was so it was so it was so incredible to just look at. He was so intense. He was so sincere about how important Sham Wow was. This guy must, have, you know, he was excited about Sham Wow. Now Josh was excited about Sham Wow. We should all get a Sham Wow. And he's like two for the bathroom and one for upstairs. And he went through this whole thing, and I'll never forget that moment. That's simple. I'll never forget those big eyes staring at me, sincerely thinking that we should buy the Sham Wow. <laughs> I may get one just for that, just to have the Sham Wow, so I can remember that moment with my son Joshua. It was absolutely incredible. You know, it, and I'll tell you something else. It is not always the length of time that you have on this earth that determines your significance. We think, oh, the long life is what really determines our significance. It's not always how long we live on this earth that determines our significance. A short life that embraces simple moments can find more meaning in one year than most people will find in their entire lives. If you could just enjoy those simple moments, if you could take advantage of those simple moments, you could live life more in one year than most people will live in their entire lifetime. You know, if if you made one radical, unorthodox, bold, dynamic decision for Christ. And stopped, you would be missing the entire point of this series. If if what you've gotten so far is that I'm looking for that one big grand gesture, that one big dynamic decision. If you made that one big dynamic decision for Jesus Christ and you did nothing else, you'd be missing the entire point of the series. Life is about simple moments. It is harder to live every moment for God than to make one grand gesture. Here's my suggestion. Let our lives be the grand gesture. Let us live our lives. Let our lives be the grand gesture. Let the grand gesture be a radically transformed life. Because when we live that way, when we live that way, we will be be living according to the way God has designed us. Living every single day, looking for opportunities to reach out to the poor every single day, looking for opportunities to put the other person before yourself every single day, looking to sacrifice what you can sacrifice every single day, every moment, enjoying every moment of your life. Investing in other people's lives, realizing that those simple moments, those simple decisions, those simple investments will help affect another life that could transform our world. It is simple moments that make the difference in who we are and who other people are in their own lives. So I say, let patience and meekness and kindness and love and grace and service direct our paths. Colossians chapter three, verses 12 and 13 says it best. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. My friends, a radical life, a radical life is the culmination of small investments. Simple, simple, simple moments cultivated over a lifetime. That is what a radical life is all about. You want to live a radical, unorthodox, bold life? It is simple choices, simple decisions, simple moments that are cultivated over a lifetime. Throughout this series, I've been encouraging you to there's some cards in front of your seat there may be some if they're if are not there is uh, you can use your family news bulletin but i want to encourage you to do is continue to think through and if you don't have one this morning it's totally fine this is going out th- going on throughout the summer but i want to encourage you to be thinking through god what are you doing in my life where do i need to change what bold radical and orthodox thing do i need to do and now i've given you even more ways to think about it I've expanded your mind, hopefully, to think through what does it mean to live a bold, radical and orthodox life? What does it mean to serve God in that way, to be God's hands and to be God's feet, to be a true servant of Jesus Christ? What does that mean? And as God speaks to your heart, I want you to write down what God is saying to you. You don't have to sign your name to it, but I want you to write it down. And that, again, it doesn't have to be this morning. It should be something you think through. But we've been doing this for weeks now. So maybe you've thought it through this week and you want to write that down and bring it forward this morning. And, and as the service ends, you can do that. I want you to come forward. I want you to put that there. I just want you to be thinking through God. How can I live the kind of servant life that you would have me live? What decisions do I need to make in order to be set free to be the man or the woman or the student or the child that you've created me to be? Keep thinking that through. Keep asking those questions. But remember, remember, it is a simple moments of life that bring it all together. It needs to be done in a context of who God has created you to be and embracing and enjoying Those simple moments. I want to close with this. Mm